Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is the Retirement Ready Podcast with President and Founder Eric Peterson of Peterson Financial Group, Iowa's retirement specialist with an office in Des Moines. It's time to make sure that you're retirement ready. All right, Eric, so we're going to get into non-correlated income, but before we do, did you do anything this weekend? Did you hang out and go anywhere? We did. Um, you know, we went uh, with all the kind of uh, hubbub, I guess. Okay. Um, around the new movie, uh, Sound of Freedom. Oh, okay. Uh, wife and I went and saw that. Um, I recommend everyone go see it. It's not a movie to be munching popcorn through because <laughs> it's a pretty serious subject. Right. Um, Indeed. So eat that in the beginning. Because <laughs> I love movie theater popcorn. The only time I really eat popcorn is I go to the movies. Yeah, but, it's kind of a given, right? Uh, very impactful message, um, you know, and just, you know, you're physically, you're getting a little bit, angry as you're watching this, you know, especially when that is apparent, but amazing, uh, you know, what, what it's done, how it's performed and the message, um, that it brings. So, uh, really recommend it to folks, mm, okay. um, to go see that movie. Yeah, I was really impressed by it. Yeah. We, it's, uh, it's on our radar, but we haven't, uh, we were going to go to the movies this past weekend ourselves, but, uh, the wife started not feeling good. So we decided not to go. So I'll have to put that on the list. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, we, we got to get out and do things in life still and enjoy ourselves. But it's also important to see things like this sometimes and really kind of see what's going on in the world and keep our well, eyes at open. the end, I don't, I don't want to give it away, sure, yeah, but at no. the end, after the credits, they have a message from the primary actor. Um, and he recalls, you know, that uh, a story can change the direction of things like um, Abraham Lincoln even uh, – or whatever I think it was Uncle Tom's Cabin was the book that he he referenced when doing the uh, you know his drive oh, on Emancipation yeah. Proclamation. Well, I mean, we've used stories since the beginning of time to to share knowledge, right? Right. Yeah. So it's just sharing this story, you know, getting this story out about this horrific. Uh, you know, thing what's going, going on. on. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, definitely worth worth going to see. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get back into our financial conversation. Non-correlated income. So again, I said a minute ago, it sounds awful fancy. What is it? Yeah, you know, we can explain it kind of like Sesame Street used to. Nice. Which one of these is not like the other one? <laughs> one, one of these things is not like the other, right? That's non-correlated, right? Because okay. if it's correlated, be like the other one. So okay. what you want non-correlated, non-correlated means that you want something that does not move the way something else does. So this okay? is market money. Correct. Okay. So, you know, that's why the, the typical portfolio you've been told to have stocks and bonds because they're supposed to be non-correlated. So supposedly when stocks are up, bonds are maybe flat, or when stocks are down, bonds are up, those kinds of things. Okay. So they don't run in the same, you know, with the same crowd, so to speak. Correct. Okay. Correct. It's like having, you know, different friends maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know, one that you're more, you have more, uh, intelligent conversations with, maybe go to, you know, art shows and that kind of stuff. And you have your friends and that then, you're day go, drinking yeah, with. Yeah, I was going to say, you know what you play poker there. with, right? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you did the dumb stuff with them. I gotcha. But so, I mean, seriously, when we talk about non-correlated income, is you want to have income that is non-dependent on the movement of something else, i.e. the stock market. Okay. You and can't take 
your income from a non-guaranteed asset or an asset that can move around if you're trying to take out a set amount each month. Yeah, exactly. Right. You can't necessarily go, oh, I'm going to pull X amount of dollars when those dollars are constantly fluctuating. Correct. Now, if you're, if you're maybe some people argue, okay, well, what about dividends? You know, for a long time, General Electric, GE, paid a very consistent big dividend. Some people loaded up on GE, and I'm just going to live off the dividends. I don't care what the stock price does as long as they return that to the shareholder. And then guess what they did? Mm. They cut their dividend. Mm. Yeah. Because companies sometimes have to do that. It's one of the last things they want to do because what happens to their stock price it goes in the toilet if they if they cut their dividend. So you can't rely on that. I mean, there are companies that have consistently paid that, but that's not guaranteed. Okay. Because you don't know what the, how the company's going to perform, right? What if they have uh, you know bad product launch? What if they have lawsuits? What if they're regulated out of existence? You know, with with what they do now today, I mean, just this last week, they're look they're going after um, uh, hot water heaters now. So, what if you're a hot what? water manufacturer, hot water heater manufacturer? Well, right? hot water heaters are bad now. Yeah, oh, um, they have to be more efficient, and they want to go to push for tankless that kind of stuff. But you know, I mean, tankless are pretty sweet. They work really well. I will say that, but still, they do, yeah. they do. And I mean, I understand they want to get to energy efficiency. Sure. But then, what if your whole company was built on manufacturing hot water heaters? Yeah, <laughs> you and, you're ten, and you're ten thousand employees, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it, there's all kinds of threats out there to companies, and that's why if you want income, it needs to come from other things. If you want growth. You know, for long-term prospects, that's where you use the stock market for. Yeah. You don't use it to generate income. Okay. Well, we got to keep this segment moving here a little bit. So what are some examples of non-correlated income? Well, your wages, right? If you're working, then it's non-correlated to the stock market. Okay. Okay. Social Security, because that's a consistent check coming in, like a pension from the government. Also pension, non-correlated, right? Because mm-hmm. it's a consistent income stream coming in. You could have rental income. That's not correlated to the stock market. It is correlated to the economy, I would argue, because if economic conditions get bad, sometimes the renters won't pay. Or, you know, heaven forbid we have another COVID-like pandemic, right? And all of a sudden there's a moratorium on paying your rent. So I would argue rental income is not a consistent source. It can be, but there are some things that can really interrupt it that are out of your control. Of course, you could take interest off of yeah. you know CDs, um, but annuity income is also a non-correlated source of income because it's guaranteed by the insurance company based on their claims payability. So you can have consistent income. You actually even guarantee it for life. And there's a couple ways to do that. You could have the old world annuity where you give the insurance company the money for the promise to pay for the rest of your life. But if you die prematurely, the company keeps the money. Or there's the new generation where get the same guarantee for life, but it's a withdrawal benefit. So if you die prematurely, anything left goes to your family. Gotcha. And there's pluses and minuses to both ones. But most people like that. I want the guarantee, but if I die prematurely, I want it all to go to my family. Those are the ones that are really popular for people that want to have this non-correlated income. Okay, so here's the big question. We'll do this one here, and then we'll take a break. Uh, But uh, in your opinion, or just how you guys go about it, how much of a retiree's income should be coming from these non-correlated sources? So again, these are these quote-unquote guaranteed kind of sources, right? So security, pension, wages, things you just mentioned. So like if somebody comes in and they're saying, hey, 80% of what I need to survive on in retirement is coming from non-correlated income, is that is that a good place to be or do we want to have a, a different balance? I would argue 100% of it should come from non-correlated assets. I mean, to me, that makes sense, right? It's like saying 100% of the gas in the airplane is going to get us where we got to go. 
Correct. So, yeah, it's asking somebody, okay, so how much of your monthly um, living expenses do you want to come from uh, to not fluctuate? Right. Well, see, all of it, right? Because I don't want to change my lifestyle just because the stock market decide to go down. So, Eric, is that the is that the difference then? So, let's say the, the non-correlated really should cover all the things to make us, I don't know, just to do all the things we want to do, right? Just to kind of do the, the normal life stuff. And then maybe Correct. then we're pulling from the, the nest egg, quote-unquote, the nest egg we've built up for the fun stuff. Right. The things that are, you know, you're not going to do all the time. Right. But, hey, if I have a you know banner year, let's celebrate. The, yeah, let's take some money and, and the vacations. Go and, yeah. on a cruise yeah. or something like that. You can still go on the cruise, too. That becomes your baseline income. The whole thing about retirement success is knowing how much you need, not only to pay the bills, but to also have the fun stuff. You didn't work and save this hard and sacrifice just to sit on the couch. You yeah. want to be able to do some stuff. So factor all that in. I argue that most of that, if not all of that, should be coming from non-correlated sources. Then you have the correlated, such as stock market investments, those kinds of things that you can pull from when you want to. Well, and when the market's up, you know, take some. And when the market's right. down, hey, it's going to hurt if you take a little bit, but it's not the end of the world. Well, not everybody can be there in that full 100%, but they're really wanting to retire, which is where we have these conversations about, okay, let's say you are at the 80% number of these guaranteed income sources. Let's just say it's between your Social Security and your pension or whatever it is that you have. That's where the shortfall then is also being pulled from you know, your nest egg, and that's where you hear things like the 4% rule. If we pull X, you know, X amount of dollars over you know the course of a year, blah, 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 blah. Right. So you kind of have to make up that difference with the nest egg. Correct. Now, in the nest egg, then you start to get into, okay, what am I using in that nest egg to provide that income? What I'm saying is your income should come from things that don't go down. Right. Okay. That could be part of the nest egg, okay. or it could be something that's more structural. Like the annuity but, type thing. Correct. But okay. your income should come from things that can't, that won't go down when the stock market goes down, because then you're not having this reverse dollar cost averaging. You're selling assets that are depreciated in value to generate income if you want the same income, you got to sell even more of them, and you lock in those losses. Gotcha. That's what I'm arguing about. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast. If you have questions about what you've heard on today's podcast and would like to schedule a complimentary retirement readiness review with Eric Peterson and the team at Peterson Financial Group, call now. 515-226-1500 is the number to dial. That's 515-226-1500. They are Iowa's retirement specialists and standing by to help you achieve your financial and retirement goals. Want to ask a question online? Visit the team at askericpeterson.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast, making sure that you're retirement ready. Did you know that Eric Peterson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Retirement Ready Radio Show, Sundays at noon on AM 1040 WHO. Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day, using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investing involves risk, including
including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any references to protection benefits or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor.